Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to hour number two of the expanded Inside Sources. Great to be with you today from 1 to 3 and 1 to 3 every day. Weekdays here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we begin hour number two, it's time for all of us to dig a little deeper, think a little bigger, challenge our assumptions just a little stronger. And of course, whenever necessary, we got to learn to just disagree a little bit better. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So, what I want you to think again about today is Bernie Sanders. Many people say, well, you know what? He has run uh, for president in a significant way, twice. Uh, Was not even able to secure his own party's nomination, either against uh, Hillary Clinton or against Joe Biden. And now, of course, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. And Bernie Sanders is uh, back in the United States Senate. And so many people say, well, he's he's uh, just lost. He's a loser. He, he lost twice, uh, could not get his own party's nomination, let alone uh, win the presidency. Uh, he's out. He's lost. And what I want you to think again about is while he may have lost the presidency, he just might be winning the war of ideas. Now, whether you just whether you agree or disagree with the proposals of the democratic socialists from Vermont is one thing, how he's communicating and how he is creating influence is really interesting to look at because I would say he is winning on a host of issues from an idea standpoint. He's not, Getting another office, he's not moving up the food chain in those respects. But his relentless pursuit of his policy agenda is having impact. So I want you to listen to uh, a couple of clips from uh, CNN, Meet the Press, uh, two different programs over the weekend. And the senator was invited to talk about some of the issues Uh, that he has on a host of issues. And just let's just evaluate objectively where those ideas are 
in terms of the people of the country. So let's start by talking about the tax system. Most importantly, we have to deal with the crises facing this country. Uh, We have massive income and wealth inequality. Half our people live on paycheck to paycheck. Got to raise the minimum wage to a living wage. Got to do that. We have an infrastructure that is collapsing. We have got to address the existential threat of climate change. And when you do that, Chuck, when you make those investments, we create millions of good paying jobs. So that was uh, Senator Bernie Sanders talking to Chuck Todd on uh, uh, Meet the Press. And again, a lot of these are the very issues that he ran on back in 2016, again in 2020. Uh, Minimum wage, infrastructure, climate change. Uh, Those are all things that we're hearing a lot about from the Biden administration and from other places around the country. Uh, now let's, uh, let's listen to, uh, some of the things that, again, we're starting to see in many of the proposals put forward by the Biden administration, including debt and health care. We are the only major country not to guarantee health care to all people as a right. The only major country not to have paid family and medical leave. We pay the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs. Hundreds of thousands of kids can't afford to go to college and millions leave school deeply in debt. Well, you know what? You got to address those issues. Again, Bernie Sanders uh, make, making his case in terms of the idea. So here, here's an interesting thing. So again, Bernie Sanders could not secure the nomination of the Democratic Party, uh, but he is leading in the idea space on a lot of these issues. He couldn't win in Florida, but in Florida, voters. Voters have passed the $15 minimum wage. Uh, We've seen that President Biden is adopting many of the Bernie Sanders ideas. Things like Medicare in lowering the uh, Medicare enrollment age. Uh, We heard a lot over the last uh, week about free college, community college, two years, free two years of uh, pre-K for three and four year olds, student forgiveness. Uh, a host of things like that, uh, that are suddenly becoming part of policy proposals for President Joe Biden and his administration. And so it's an interesting thing to look at of do you have impact and influence from a position of power or can you influence the dialogue? Can you influence voters in other ways. And this connects to all that we've been talking about today in terms of, you know, do you just uh, pitch a fit and become a grievance society? And there are things in, uh, let's just be clear, on Senator Sanders, he has some some grievances to be sure. And there have been some times in his career where he has just kind of hunkered down uh, and uh, been a bit of a curmudgeon in terms of uh, just the no vote forever. Uh, but I would say over the last several years, while he hasn't won the White House, he certainly has influenced what's going on in the White House. And he's definitely influencing what's going on on college campuses. He's definitely influencing conversations that are happening in communities all around the country on a host of things. And so 
if you think that that Bernie Sanders is just a loser, a two-time loser for president, you could say that. But you might want to think again because he is he's winning the war on ideas and I think uh, I think we are going to be entering a season very soon here in the United States of America where whoever choose chooses to be the party of those ideas uh, whichever side really decides to be a solutions-driven party rather than a politician or a personality-driven party, whoever decides to be that, hey, we're going to be, we're going to be the policy idea factory. We're going to produce all kinds of things that can get some bipartisan support that can actually get passed in Congress that can actually be enacted into law, then and only then will we start to actually get past what we're doing now, which is just an exercise in futility of argument, counter-argument, fundraising, counter-fundraising. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, if, you, if you ever want to have a fascinating, fascinating thing, get, a, get an email address and just subscribe to both the Republican Party and the Democratic Party and just watch that email box fill. And you will have something that counters everything and everything's a grievance. And the best way to solve a grievance, of course, besides Festivus, the best way to solve a grievance is for you to donate $25 to a political campaign. (laughs) Now, the reality is, is what we really ought to be doing is having a different kind of discussion But watch what Bernie Sanders is doing. I'm telling you, he is winning the war of ideas because he continues to put his ideas forward in principle and then in policy. And now there is an administration that is listening and is acting on many of the ideas that Bernie Sanders has flooded the country with. So who else is going to be in the idea business out there? Uh, I'm tired of politicians and political parties and supporters who are part of the grievance party. Uh, Let's be part of the idea factory. Let's be part of the solution. Uh, That's the only way we move forward. And that might just take a new generation of voters and some millennial leaders. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Joining us coming up, Jordan Hess, newly elected vice chair of the Republican Party. A party whose leadership is now all millennials. It's time for Next is Now, coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.